Sets and Reps is a podcast about wellness and growth insights from coaches and creatives who practice discipline and consistency towards goals. You can find the show on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and various other places where podcasts can be heard. To know that the work I'm doing is making a difference or bringing somebody a smile or just it's just making somebody's life a little bit better than it was the day before. That's that's why we do it. That's amazing, man. You know, when I was working with NBA athletes and helping them get signed to their first contract, when I saw our guys get signed, man, I would be cheering. I would go nuts in my room. I'd run around the house just like they were running around in their house, you know, signing the biggest contract of their life. And it's the same thing. Like, I'm so excited for people that work with us and even people that don't. Like, I want to celebrate your success because at the end of the day, we can all win. We can all have the greatness, but we got to go for it, man. And so for me, that feeling of being able to help other people and playing a role in their journey, man, that's that's what it's all about. Sets and reps number 35. I'm your host, Greg Adonian. We're doing an intro. Got to put in my reps today. Even though I'm not feeling 100%, I still got my cold brew coffee, got my eggnog I put in there. Highly recommend you give it a try. Who knows how my voice sounds on this? It's okay. It's still a voice. Still got to use it. We got the podcast website going for uh, a launch by the end of the year. Yeah, just right now I feel like I am living on fumes, just kind of running, going, no life with school and with work. Some of you know how that is, but we're finding time wherever we can to do this, and this is actually right before my class. At any rate, today's episode, my guest is Jake Kelfer. Jake is the founder of the Professional Basketball Combine. Uh, It's a place where new NBA players have the opportunity to sign a contract and start their professional career. And he's also a two-time best-selling author with uh, his books Elevate Beyond and Elevate Your Network. And he's actually got a third book coming out called The Elevated Entrepreneur. And what's cool about that one is that it's basically him unlocking the secrets of the world's greatest coaches, performers, and entrepreneurs. And I'm going to leave a link in the show notes to where you can pick that one up. We had a really interesting conversation that included the ACE method. He defines his approach for helping individuals find success. So you're going to learn about the ACE method. We talk about the importance of believing in yourself and what you have to offer because you can solve a problem for someone else. We talk about how uncertain times are a thing before a big career change or a big life change and how you can deal with that. And I really uh, am excited to share this episode with you. Jake helps new entrepreneurs build their online business with the intention to elevate them. And he knows that he can't get results with that passion unless he puts in the reps here's how jake puts in the reps in order for anything that we have whether it's a profession a project a passion or for any of that stuff to come to fruition or any of our dreams to become reality you gotta put in the work every single day and so the way i kind of uh dictate my decisions is around this this method that i created called the ace method all right and this ace method is is about action connection and enjoyment. And I'll break this down for you in just a second here, but it's really all about if you want something, you got to go get it. That's the action. You've got to put in consistent action because the only way you make something happen is by moving towards it in the direction of your goals. The C is for connection. I've never met somebody who ends up getting married by themselves. 
I've never met someone who runs a successful business without customer. I've never met someone who is 100% happy and satisfied without other people in their life, whether it's romantically or personally or just whatever. I've never seen someone get promoted without a person, right? Like everything that we do in life revolves around our ability to connect with people. And I believe that's a foundational element to, to grow and to achieve your goals. <clears throat> so action, connection, the E is all about enjoyment. All right. We get one life to live. We get one shot, one opportunity, and it's our job to make sure that we have fun in this pursuit of our definition of success in the pursuit of greatness. And so this E is always like, how can I enjoy what I'm currently doing? How can I enjoy or make this action more fun? How can I reward myself or celebrate the wins along the way? How can I connect with more and more people that bring me fulfillment in my life? And so when I think about how do I keep getting to the next level, whether it's books, speaking, working with MBA athletes, I'm working with entrepreneurs, it's let's focus on the ACE method. Let's get our actions dialed in. Let's get our connections clear. And let's make sure that we're enjoying ourselves in the pursuit of greatness. I love that. Like nothing happens without action. That's A. B's connection, right? That seems like to be a major, major part of exactly what you're saying too. And I love like, you know, your book, like, you know, with your Elevate Your Network, I got it right here. Highly recommend that. Everybody can go and pick up a free copy of that. Um, but that's kind of given me some like, because you got to be authentic, right? And that's going to be the first part of, of making that connection with people and then enjoyment because you you won't work a day in your life if you enjoy what you're doing. Is that right? I might have a little differing opinion on that question let's here, let's but, but let's, 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 let's go into it. The, the thought is there, right? The thought is there. Okay. But, but here's the truth. No matter, like, I love what I do. I really do. But you better believe I work my ass off. Yeah. All right. So, so the, the logic there makes sense, right? And I can be nitpicky or whatever. But the, the point is, no matter what you do, you're going to have to work. Even though I love my job, my profession, my career, and my vocation, whatever you want to call it, I work really, really hard to do a lot of amazing things to help a lot of people. That being said, that being said, no matter what you do, there will always be things that you don't absolutely love. Now, if you're running your own business or you're doing things, you can have other people do those for you. You can outsource some of those things. But no matter what you do in life, there's always going to be things that you don't always love, but that need to get done. So you never work a day in your life. Well, it doesn't feel like I'm working a day in my life, but I'm actually working every single day because I'm creating my, my business around the life I want to live, not my life around the business. And that gives me freedom and choice and the ability to work from wherever, to do whatever I want while still maintaining this sense of enjoyment. I like that a whole lot better. And um, that's kind of, that's, that's a little bit of, of where I was going, but you just kind of laid it right out for me too. Also want to comment on the fact that we're wearing the same color shirt. Totally, yes, sir. That's sort of the universe kind of just being like, let's, let's give them a really great conversation here. So Absolutely. I so I mentioned like your book, which has kind of given me a lot of insights for myself, how I, you know, operate a little bit with this podcast. Big thing is, you know, your, uh, your interviewing, um, idea of making connections and then scheduling interviews with people and kind of picking their brain. And there's so many like actionable, uh, things that you can do in that chapter, which, which again, just goes right back to your model of action. Um, and, and I kind of, I want to talk about the new book that you're coming out with. And since this is the show sets and reps, can you tell me about the, the reps that you had to put in to get this book, uh, running? It's coming out in October. Is that correct? Yeah, man, absolutely. So, so the, I mean, the book that we've talked about so far has been Elevate Your Network. And that's all about how to build extraordinary relationships in life and business. Awesome. And I love that you're reading it. And it's awesome to see you put it in action. The book that now we're talking about that comes out in October is called The Elevated Entrepreneur. 
And this book is an interview book that is unlocking the secrets of the world's greatest performers, coaches, and experts with the sole intention to help entrepreneurs and people become higher performing, more productivity crushing, and freedom achieving um, on their pursuit to greatness. And I interviewed some of the people that I've looked up to for the last 10 years, and I've interviewed people that I got introduced to 10 minutes before I actually wrote the book. And what's really cool about this is, is not only in the book do all these guests and experts share their experience, their stories, their strategies, their advice, but there's also a section that I put in there that's called How We Met. Because I believe connection is, is absolutely fundamental, right? And so there's an entire section for every interview that shares how each interview came to be, whether it was an introduction, whether it was a cold DM, whether it was someone that I'd been reading their book since I was 18 years old. And now 10 years later, I finally uh, got a chance to, to add enough value to bring them on my show. And so this book is has been incredibly well-received from people that have read it before it came out. And it's just, it's, it's truly an honor. I get so excited about it because I'm just so excited for, for so many people around the world to have a chance to read this and become elevated in their own way. Who's your favorite person that you were able to interview on that in the book so far? Man, you're putting me on, putting me on the spot right there. <laughs> a couple, a couple few, I can't, few of them. I can't answer that. No, no, no. but but look, look, there, All there right. are some people, and I'll give you some examples of some of the people. I mean, um, one of the first books that I ever read in the personal growth, like self help space, was a book called Training Camp by this author John Gordon. Now, I've had the quote from that book right above my bed since I was 18 playing high school basketball. I'm 28 now, and I still have the quote right up here to my right. Okay. John Gordon, I finally got a chance between all the people that we know that are mutual friends. I finally got a chance to interview him for this book and got to hear his story and, and got to get inside his mind to share it with everyone else. So for me, like that was a really cool person to have in the book. Two other people that were like so amazing for me um, are Pat Flynn and John Lee Dumas. Both of these guys are absolute legends in the podcasting and online entrepreneur space. And, you know, John, JLD's podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, is one of the first podcasts I ever listened to when I would have my long commutes to the Los Angeles Lakers offices when I worked for the team. And like to be able to be like, I remember listening to you when. And now being able to have a conversation and being introduced to him through another mutual friend who's in the book. That's like when you start to see the world coming full circle, right? And so it was moments like those along the way where it just like made that interview more special. But there were also so many great people who just gave that so much good advice, shared so many inspirational stories. And it, it, it's, it's just been so, so, so powerful to, to hear them, but now even more powerful to be able to share them and the insight that comes with it. Pat Flynn's uh, part, uh, Smart Passive Income podcast, right? I've, yep. I've been listening to him. His is amazing. And just, he's got such a great voice too. So that book's coming out. Can, can you uh, tell the people like where they can find you first, read about all about what you do and like yeah. all your resources and then like when, when to kind of expect this book? Yeah. The best, the best place man to hang out is on Instagram at Jake Kelfer. That's where I'm spending a lot of time. Let's shop it up in the DMS. Let's have some fun over there. Mm -hmm. And then to get the book, it officially comes out October 18th, but to get the book, you can visit the elevated entrepreneur.co and that's going to be able to get it. You'll be able to get the book actually for free. All you got to do is pay for the shipping. And we wanted to make, do that to get it in as many people's hands as possible. Um, and we also give with, with the book as part of it, we also give you access to all the video interviews. So you get mm. more behind the scenes stuff and it, and we wanted to make it a cool experience um, to show what we're all about and, and really just connect with a lot of people. Definitely encourage people to go and find you on Instagram too. That's where you found me. I want to make it a point to know that you made a connection with me and I 
felt really um, appreciative of that. And I had just kind of watched you kind of like grow at least your Instagram platform. And then I was like, got to get this guy on the show. And it's been a long time coming. So it's, it's great to finally have you here. I want to talk a little bit about your elevation coaching. I mean, you got it all over the, the back of you right now on, on that nice backdrop. You know, I'm sure you have helped so many people start their business, grow their business with that kind of mentality of everything we've been talking about so far. As far as your day to day, what what is what does your coaching look like? Are you with people in person? Are you with them online? Um, what what are some of the funnels that you're able to make these connections the most? So so a lot of the work that that we do is digital. You know, I mean, yeah. we're we're blessed to live in a world where we can do podcasts like this over over the internet. Um, and so so elite elevation, what we see behind me, and and for those of you that are just listening, I have a, a big backdrop, like a step and repeat backdrop. Um, elite elevation is our ninety day group intensive, where I take people who want to who have a spe- specific skill, they have knowledge, they have expertise around a certain area, and I show them how to turn that that knowledge, those skills, those expertise into a thriving online business. And the way we do that is all through connection, how to build the right relationships, knowing who to connect with, um, and really making sure that you go from A to Z. So if you ever wanted to start a business, that's what this program is designed to do. And then I also work with people in a variety of ways, you know, one-on-one where we'll work on all different types of things from your career to your business, to your personal life, to performance, really just making sure that we elevate ourselves to live the life that we want to live, not the life that we were told we had to live. And man, overall, it's just so fun. Um, you know, I'm very blessed to work with people from all over the world. Um, and it's, it's truly just so fun, dude. And, and, and like I said, I work really hard to be able to provide the greatest experiences. I'm always investing in myself. I'm always learning more about how I can be better myself so that I could deliver my clients and people an incredible, an incredible experience. Absolutely. And I like how you uh, build on what they already have, right? Like you, you were talking about the, the knowledge, the skills, expertise that they already have confidence in, and then you help them take that further. Are there things that you help people work on if let's say, so, like in terms of soft skills, if there's things like communication that they don't necessarily have a strong point in, but you feel that that's important for them to maintain success. Do you have ways that you can work on those things that aren't there, aren't their strong points? Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, there's so much in our program, but there's also so much that, that I do. And a lot of it, you know, when you're building a business or when you're trying to get yeah, that job or when you're trying to get that promotion or whatever it may be, a lot of the challenges that we face are internal. A lot of the challenges that we face are internal, the doubt, the fear of the rejection, the wondering, am I good enough? The wondering, am I qualified enough? And I just want to say to anybody that's listening to this, like you got to go for it. All right. You are, you are worthy of it. You are deserving of it. You got to go for it because you've put in the work. And if you haven't put in the work, then you shouldn't expect to get the job, to get the promotion, to get the client. But you've got to believe in yourself that with your knowledge, with your skills, with all the time and energy and effort you've put into building yourself to the person you are today, that you got to believe and know that people want what you have to offer. Because you could solve a problem for somebody, whether, that's in a, whether it's in a customer standpoint or whether that's in a job standpoint. What you've done up to this point has prepared you for what's going to come next. So a lot of the things that we work on is internal, but then we also work on things that are external, right? How do you build these relationships? How do you know who to talk to? How do, what script do you use to kind of mold into building the relationship? How do you guide somebody from the initial introduction to the result you're looking for in a way that's authentic to both parties? 
we're always finding different things and strategies to really help people maximize their time and, and experiences so that you can uh, ultimately achieve your own definition of success. So are you with your clients um, along the way as they take these practices and bring them into their businesses and their daily lives? And, uh, you know, how does it, how does it make you feel when, when it all kind of works out for them the way it's supposed to, like the, what, with what you've been working towards? I mean, we work, we work with them all throughout. You know, yeah. we have different coaching calls. We have in-house social media coaches. We have guest speakers. We have all these different things. We have video modules. We have uh, handouts. We have templates. We got all these things. And, and I'm with them step by step. All right. But, you know, the, the second part of that question is, is how do I feel when someone starts to, to do the thing? Right. Well, the, the, the truth is, man, this is one of the greatest feelings that, that, that anybody can have is, is knowing that you played a small role in their journey to help them achieve their dreams. I mean, that's unbelievable. And then knowing that they're now going to go impact hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people because of what they learned with you. And that's, what, that's the ripple effect. And so to know that the work I'm doing is making a difference or bringing somebody a smile or just, it's just making somebody's life a little bit better than it was the day before. That's, that's why we do it. That's, that's amazing, man. You know, when I was working with NBA athletes and helping them get signed to their first contract, that was when I saw our guys get signed, man, I would be cheering. I would go nuts in my room. I'd run around the house just like they were running around in their house, you know, signing the biggest contract of their life. And it's the same thing. Like I'm so excited for people that work with us and even people that don't like, I want to celebrate your success because at the end of the day, we can all win. We can all have the greatness, but we got to go for it, man. And so for me, that feeling of being able to help other people and playing a role in their journey, man, that's, that's what it's all about. We're going to get back to today's episode. Before we do that, here's a quick snippet from episode 34 in case you missed it. My guest, Toby Passman, neurophysiology researcher, talks to me about some tips for overall brain health. Tune in. Just like you have to keep your joints and your muscles strong, just like you have to put the right things into your body to keep everything running smoothly, how can we facilitate our brain health? Like, What are some tips that you have in mind? There's a multitude of different kind of brain training, you know, apps and online services, you know, different websites, but, um, you know, and probably a lot of those are, are beneficial to some degree, but there's one specifically uh, called brain HQ and they actually, uh, formulated, I think this, this, uh, training system to originally help people with, I believe it was schizophrenia. Um, but they found that it also improved a lot of other conditions. Sprints have been shown to increase uh, one of the things we talked about uh, earlier, which is uh, a key protein called uh, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, that, that BDNF uh, sprints, you know, just, just doing quick, you know, one to two minute sprints have been shown to significantly elevate BDNF levels. I'm a big fan of, of coffee. You know, caffeine, I think is, is in general, you know, going to be pretty good for the brain as long as you're not drinking it too late in the day and messing up your sleep patterns. But, you know, just when it comes to just an alertness, uh, attention, um, for reaction time, I mean, caffeine, caffeine really is, uh, kind of one of the best, I would say kind of smart drugs or, you know, brain enhancers. Also, one of the things that has kind of gotten more attention in the past, I want to say maybe like five years is, is using nicotine. Uh, so nicotine 
people probably know as, you know, being the addictive substance that's, that's found in, you know, tobacco products, you know, cigarettes, but you can actually take, you can remove nicotine from tobacco. You know, it's not, you don't have to smoke a cigarette, um, to get that nicotine. So, you know, using say like, uh, say, you know, that you can get like, uh, nicotine lozenges or nicotine gum, they even have uh, patches and they've, they've shown a lot of really good, uh, effects and research studies. They're looking at that for treating different neurodegenerative conditions, I believe like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Um, also they're showing just improvements in things like ADHD, uh, with these patches. I think the patches are generally what they're, they're using in the studies, but, you know, I think, uh, you know, you know, playing around with, with nicotine, um, can be really beneficial. I mean, I, I certainly found that, you know, when, when I was doing my undergrad, I would, I would start just, uh, you know, each morning I would start with just a cup of black coffee and I would put, you know, one of these, uh, nicotine lozenges kind of right, right where you would put like dip, you know, right kind of, uh, in between, you know, sort of your lip and, and your teeth. And, uh, I would just notice, you know, significant improvements in my ability to, to be, you know, I wouldn't be spacing out, you know, at, at a lecture, I would just be able to be like fully, fully present the whole time without sort of noticing my mind wandering. So, so nicotine is, is a super powerful tool. I think that people could play around with. So I know you know, we talked about you helping people that already have knowledge, skills, and expertise to help then in turn help other people with their problems. And that's, that's huge too. Like, how can I help this other person with my skills? What about the people who, I mean, maybe this goes back to it being internal challenges that they're facing, but what about those people that really, really want um, to, to change, but like, they, they just don't have that, like what, what would almost like how, you know, uh, an athlete is going to take the first few steps in a run. Like what would, what's your, just your idea of giving that person the first few steps sure. to, to make a change if they, if it's just on the tip of their tongue, but they don't have it, you know? Sure. I mean, and this, this happens a lot, right? Like huh. when you're trying to figure out what's next in your journey or what you want to do, or uh. like, maybe you have someone feeding you one piece of information. You don't want to disappoint them, but you know, you're being pulled in another, but you don't know exactly what it is yet. Like, we've all been there in some way, in some way or another. And so what I always tell people at, the, at this point of their stage is, is you got to get super honest with yourself. Okay. And sometimes you don't want to hear what you have to actually say to yourself, but the, the truth is, is you have to be honest with yourself and you have to ask yourself this question. What is my definition of success? Not what does society say it is? Not what do my parents, not what do my siblings, not what does my, my wife or my husband or my partner say it is. What does success look like to me? And you can break this down in all buckets, relationship success, emotional success, it's success, uh, charitable success, career success, financial success, all these different buckets. But you have to ask yourself, what is success? And what does it mean to you? Because for some people, that means making a million dollars a year and creating their own business. For other people, that means being able to be home by five o'clock every single night be able to put food on the table for their family. For other people, it's the fact that they're saying, hey, I tried something that, that I never thought I would have done. And that to me was, was a successful journey, even though it didn't work out. We have to be honest with ourselves about what is it that we truly desire? 
once you're super clear on what success actually looks like for you, you can then reverse engineer. It. You can take the, the dollar amount and then create how long is it going to take you to do it? How much money do you need to make per hour? How many uh, people do you need to have in your coaching program? If you want to have a relationship, well, what are you doing day to day to find that romantic partner, right? There will always be things that are out of your control, but if it's something that you desire, figure out what is in your control and do everything you can to move in that direction. I'm all about that. I love it. Like there's no, there's no point in kind of like focusing too much on that outside sphere. So if it's in your control, be like a hunter, get it, gather it up, do what you need to do to make it happen. And that's just, that's the bottom line. And it, and it's seems simple, but it's effective. Right. And we can, we can do certain things to inspire this success mindset or, or, uh, of, of helping ourselves define that. So I, I hear a lot about, morning habits and, and, and things that you can do to set your day up to, to do this. And I have a few things that I practice myself from time to time, not always consistent with it. Um, but I wanted to hear your thoughts. Is it with with those things in particular, first of all, do you have any that you practice on your own that, that kind of help, help you get fired up? Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I got them all, man. I got them all. Like I, I, I love having a routine. All right. I really love having a routine and I'll, and I'll preface it by saying this though. I think my routine might not work for you. And I think your routine might not work for me in order for it to be a successful routine. You have to find joy in it and it has to work for you. So, so, so my routine is most weekdays. I'll wake up at 532 AM. All right. I'll wake up at 532 AM. I'll meditate for three minutes before I get out of bed. I'll go to the bathroom. I'll, I'll, I'll change it into my workout clothes and I go straight to my computer and I work. Right now, at the time of this recording, I'll work for about an hour to an hour and a half. Super deep work, no distractions, phone on, do not disturb. Then I'll go outside, do a 15, 20 minute walk, get some fresh air, be with my thoughts, no technology. Then I'll come back and work for another hour. At that time, then I will do my workout, I will stretch, I will take my vitamins, my supplements, I'll eat breakfast, I'll shower, I'll do some form of a journaling or visualization practice, and then I will start my work day. So that tends to be from 5.30 in the morning to about 10 a.m. will take me through all of those things where I know that I have multiple hours of work already completed, focusing on my most important things. And then I'll already have a workout done. I'll have you know a lot of great things done. And now I'm feeling fired up. It's 10 a.m. and I've already accomplished so much. And oftentimes I already feel like the day's a W. You know, I already feel like I won the day. So then I can be a more flexible throughout the day to, to achieve what I need to achieve. That's perfect. You've set, yeah, you, you've set yourself up in the beginning by already doing that work. So now, so it's almost like the rest of the day is not stress-free, but it's like, or, or it's, it's not like you can just pause everything, but you, like you mentioned, you're a little bit more flexible. So, so like your own schedule, you, you, you got more time to work with it. That's amazing. Um, so and, and what's great about that is that it's all, like you mentioned, um, from like 5.32 to 10. So it's all in that kind of window of time. So if people really don't have a lot of time and let's say like there's essentials that maybe you feel that are you know important or things that you let your clients know that are important, if you have a limited amount of time and you still want to start you know, implementing habits and routines, what, what do you feel like is essential? 
I, I'll say two two right now. Um, yeah. If, yeah, if yeah. you're really if you're really uh, if you're really rushed for time or pressed from time, yeah. but you want to incorporate a routine to help you achieve more performance, I, I would say there's there's two things. One is move your body in some capacity. So whether that's going on a walk and listening to a podcast or whether it's getting a workout in, like I really like it, moving, moving your body. And this is something that a lot of people in, in my book say, cause I ask them a lot about this. And a lot of these, a lot of these people say to move your body in some, in some way, shape or form. The other thing that I would say is figure out um, how to get your mindset right. All right. So, so maybe that is just meditating. Maybe that's journaling. Maybe it's just sitting with your own thoughts with no technology. Maybe it's walking and just looking in nature and doing a gratitude walk, but it would really be moving your body in some capacity. And then also expressing some form of gratitude and being still with your thoughts so that you could just be, and then use all that momentum and all that energy to then start to do all these doing activities, right? Because here's the thing, as humans, we are not human doings. We are human beings. And so it's really important that, that in our life, we are so focused on go, 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 do the next thing, cross the thing off the checklist that we forget to be. We forget to, to think about things. We forget to just live. We forget to process. And that can be so important for us. And, and, and truthfully, I didn't understand that really when I was, when I was younger, you know, and I'm still learning it. But now my morning walk or my time where I just am with my thoughts, sometimes those give me the best ideas, right? It's the same concept. Like, why do we have great ideas in the shower? It's because there's no distraction. There's nobody else that gets our attention except for us. And so I think that that's something that, that's super powerful and, and pivotal. That's amazing. I love that. Human beings, not human doings. Like, we, we forget that sometimes. Um, so thank you so much. And everyone can just kind of find what works for them. But those are without being too like specific people can take that and take put their own spin on it um but gratitude's important it's better than waking up crummy and it's better than waking up just focusing on what you have to do uh take that time be with yourself when it comes to having a side hustle like something that you're it's not your full-time gig but it's something that you're doing on the side for example podcasting like kind of like what i'm trying to do here while i'm working through school or working through uh you know, a job, what, what are like the pros and cons to that in your opinion? And is there, are there issues with kind of trying to do too much in a way, like putting too much of yourself in certain areas, if they're not necessarily going to move you forward? So, I mean, this, this, is, a loaded, yeah, this is a loaded question because, you know, everybody's going to have a different, a different storyline or a different situation, right? Like you could have two people doing the exact same side hustle, but yet one person has an unlimited bank account funded by a family member. Another person might have three kids and they literally, it's that it's do or die. It's this or nothing. Right. And their backs are against rope and they need this to work out. So, so first you have to understand your situation. You know, a lot of the things that we talk about right now is like, you got to become aware of yourself and where you're really at. Right. But then when it comes to like your side hustles and, and, and different things like that is, is look, I'm a big proponent of you got to try a bunch of things. The more you try, the more, the quicker you're going to learn what actually works and what doesn't work. All right. The more specific you can be from the beginning, the more likely you're going to be able to gain traction faster. So for example, when I was building my speaking business, I tried to speak to anybody and anyone who would listen. It worked, but it took a long time. Then I got really focused and narrowed down on who exactly I wanted to speak for and who I wanted to talk to. And then my business grew faster and I was doing less work. 
because I was being more intentional towards those things. So when it comes to side hustles, when it comes to deciding if you should or shouldn't do it, it's figure out what do you actually want? Then do the action that you think will actually give you the best chance of making that happen. Then evaluate what the results of that action were. And from there, make the smart decision. Hey, Can I get better and keep moving forward? Or do I need to change the direction because what I thought was working isn't actually the thing that I actually want to pursue, okay? But you don't just give up to give up, all right? You get focused on what it is that you really want to achieve and desire and you go and you let it fly. You just got to make adjustments on the way because there isn't one path or one way to do everything. There's a lot of different ways, a lot of different paths. You just got to keep trying and testing till you find the one that's working for you. That's perfect. And I answered one of my questions I had for you, which was like, what, what did you need to, what do you need to do if you get to the point where you have to reevaluate things aren't just working out. And um, instead of just giving up to give up, like, like retest, reassess. So how you, how you can still do things and still fuel your passion, but just, just do it a little bit differently, you know, and, and we have time. We need, like, I feel like we need to give ourselves space to do that. You agree? I would, I would 100% agree. I mean, I think that when it comes to giving ourselves space, we got to give ourselves time to think, right? We got to, if you're always just doing a bunch of different things, well, then who gets to evaluate? If, if, if you're doing a bunch of different things, then who's going to evaluate you on you? You can't. So that's why we got to take a second to reflect, to pause, put 10 minutes in your calendar to just be like, okay, let's, let's evaluate. How did this, how did today go? How did this week go? Right? Depending on your availability or your time, it might be 10 minutes a week. Maybe for some people, it's 10 minutes a day, but we got to be able to evaluate and assess and then make, make the decision from there. This has kind of been just like a supercharged uh, conversation. And again, like, you know, high energy is kind of like you're you as an individual and you've been kind of fueling me in a way here. So um, just to kind of, to wrap things up, Jake, I know that you, you had some uh, time working with the Lakers and uh, you know, of course, rest in peace, Kobe. And I know that you were around uh, on his last game when he dropped 60 points and um, just the, the energy that must have been in that in that place, in that environment while his game was going on. I just wondered if you could kind of speak on how you were feeling at the time and uh, just kind of what impact it kind of made on the rest of your life. And I would just love to hear that from you to, to close out our conversation today. What a great way to end, man. That... <sighs> That game was nuts. All right, so so let me just paint this picture for everybody, right? So so the way I'm in a full suit and tie, every game day we're in full suit and ties, and we get to the arena hours before. There are thousands of people. I mean, thousands of people around Staples Center, which is where the Lakers play, and the energy is electric. Everybody is so excited. People are traveling all over. People, the biggest celebrities in the world are coming. I mean, just you, you're just getting that, and then once you get in the arena, you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is it. Now, I also knew at the time that that was my last game with the team because I was going on to release my book in a couple of weeks and and the Lakers weren't making the playoffs. So it was the last game of the season. There was no pressure and it was Kobe's last game. Now we're watching this game and in the fourth quarter, we're down by like 10 or something like that. And everyone's like, kind of like, all right, it was a great end game. Like Kobe's taking a bunch of shots, but like whatever. And, And I'm sitting in the tunnel. Okay. I'm standing in the tunnel watching on the same side that, that the Lakers are shooting on in the fourth quarter. So I'm like right there. And I turn to, to my, some of my colleagues and I go, guys, he's about to Kobe one more time. Like he's, we're about to do this. Like, watch this. And they're like, no way. Like it's over. And 
one of the things is you're not really supposed to like make uh t- you're not supposed to go too crazy when you're an employee, but like I knew this was my last game. So I was like, I'm the biggest fan ever now. So, so Kobe starts being Kobe and he starts going off in that fourth quarter and I'm, my pits are sweating. I'm like, let's go. You know, like, like I'm just getting fired up, dude. And the Lakers end up winning the confetti's coming. We're just, we're just going crazy in it. And it was just, it was just a beautiful experience to be able to be there and celebrate that. But like, if you want to talk about an actual lesson that comes from that, it's, you, you never got, you can't take anything for granted. You always got to believe in yourself. You got to trust the people around you and you got to fight till the very end. And if you can do those things, you're going to find ways to overcome a ton of adversity. You're going to have great experiences in the pursuit of greatness, and you're going to be A-OK. And that's just a great memory. And I appreciate you asking me about it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, that was a hell, of a hell of an experience for sure. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just a, a perfect picture that you painted. And um, I felt like it, it, it's it's good to hear from you, someone who was actually there. And, and, um, you know, myself, I'm, I'm only a casual sports fan and, and, uh, my listeners really probably appreciated that. And especially my, my friends that, that kind of are just so, so much all about that sport. Um, so, so thank you so much again. And, um, hundred percent, so much for me to go through with this episode and to, and to unpack. And I believe that this is going to provide a lot of value to myself and to my listeners who, who really just can get inspired by just, you know, like, like you had mentioned, asking yourself what your true definition of success is, how are you going to get there? And then I believe that, that reassessing and, and just kind of keeping track of it for yourself. How are things working? How are things going? I believe that's important as well. Mm. Um, so I just I feel super blessed and I'm, I'm, I'm glad I had, glad I had some of your time today. So, so thank you for coming out to sets and reps where we, yes, uh, sir. we live out every day, um, as, as a part of our, our giant set and you got to get the reps to get those results. So thank you. Keep getting your results, Jake. Yes, sir. I appreciate-